Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan, Mayor of Shemoka Dam, Head of... Volcano. All this from one little Pima <laughs> subcommittee, and the next thing you know, he's helping to prevent lava eruptions. I'll tell you what, uh, you do it all, man. So we appreciate him coming in. Joe McGranahan is with us. I am Mark Lawrence, a subpar host of the show, as many of the emails attest that we'll read on the radio. Rob Center glues all the pieces together, the disparate pieces he glues together and makes us sound, uh, well, he makes us <laughs> sound terrible less, I guess. Yes, we'll say. So we, there really isn't much he can do about the fact that we aren't very good at this. <laughs> we, have, we have bad parts. Right. He can't glue it together too good. All right. Well, welcome aboard, Most everybody. Most of the time, he just has a look of exasperation on his face over there. <laughs> he rolls his eyes. He's going to crack the mic, though. I don't know what his politics are, but with oh, the, I do. I saw a couple of his posts on Facebook. Oh, okay. Well, with this political divide, people are getting antsy and a little bit more yes, outspoken lately. And uh, for most people favor what the governor is doing. I mean, they may not like how he's doing, but they think, you know, this is probably for our safety. But you got the mouthy few that are way you up were, there. You were wrong. He is just now releasing real estate from the list. You uh, told me it was they already could do it. They couldn't. I mean, the state passed a legislature, the legislature passed a bill yesterday that he vetoed that would have opened up real estate. And then two minutes later, he opened it up on his own. Right. But there were some restrictions that were already eased last week. Well, and today still wasn't, it still wasn't open. Well, not per se. No, not 100%. Well, nothing, that was my argument. Nothing it wasn't is, open. <laughs> name what's 100% today. Well. Nothing. I don't know. There are a few things. People's opinions. Right. We've got a lot of them. All right. And that's why we have the show, because we want people to chime in, speak up, give us your two cents. And uh, we, we may give you our two cents right back. <laughs> you may demand a maybe refund. Maybe a penny and a half, maybe. <laughs> you may give it back. <laughs> you may demand a refund. All right. And on the mark, sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do check them out in advance at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. You can call us one 800 795 We have open phones for the next 90 minutes, so we'd love to hear from you. And that's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. You're being very deliberate this morning, Oh, am I? Oh, I don't want to mess up. You already did when you tried to give the time a few minutes ago. Mm, oh, that's true. I've done that a couple times today. Yeah, you're you're off your game, buddy. I'm, the funny thing is, I'm only you're going to be easy pickings today. I'm only ever <laughs> off one hour. You know, I never say, "Hey, it's two uh, forty-five." You know, it's always I'm always one hour behind on the clock. Right. Well, I, no, you're sometimes off in minutes because I'm usually taking a shower 
between 730 uh, and no, 630 and 7. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you will say it's five minutes before the hour, and oh, it's really dear. 15 minutes before the hour. Right. And I rush thinking, i got to get out of here. I'm running late. <laughs> You're running behind for your ret- your next retirement task. No, I have to get up and check all the newspapers and things before I come in here. Mm, okay. Read, i got to stick my Fox News funnel in my ear and get the latest <laughs> get talking points. What is it? What do they call that show on the Fox in the morning? Uh, Fox and Friends. Okay. There's right. Fox and Friends first, Fox and Friends. Do you have There's, separate funnels for each show? Or just I have one for okay. uh, Early Look, which is on MSNBC, and then Morning Joe, and then one for New Day on CNN. I have funnels for all of those outlets. Well, do you, what is it, Neil Cavuto? Neil Cavuto's in the afternoon. Do you have separate funnels, or do you not listen to him? He has no, a mind I, I of his own. No, I follow Neil. I follow okay. Neil. Because he has a mind of his own. Well, and, and then he's, he's very good on financial issues, uh, okay. and he always has excellent guests on the program. He's very anti uh, the president using the hydroxy. Yes, I gathered that listening to him yesterday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> he said, you're going to die if you take the pill. <laughs> so, Well, the president's still living. How does that equate? Well, <laughs> he says to, he's been taking it for be several weeks. About it, but that applies to all of us. We're not dead yet. No, that's true. But we aren't taking. Um, I, I can't think of the name of that drug. Hy- hydro- just call it hydroxy. The hydroxy, president says okay. he likes his hydroxy. There used to be a cookie named Hydrox Cookies. They were kind of a ripoff. Of, Are they gone? Uh, I haven't seen them in a long time. They're a ripoff of. Uh, They're not a ripoff. They were the affordable versions of Oreos. Of Oreos, yeah. I, I thought they were a ripoff of Oreos. They're not a ripoff. They're their own cookie. Okay, well, they look very similar to an Oreo to me. <laughs> I eat millions of Hydrox cookies in Did my you life. really? Okay. In case it's not obvious. You don't have any now, I bet. No. Anyway, the president is taking the drug, or says he's taking it, and of course... As one of our callers said yesterday, well, you know how he lies. He probably isn't. <laughs> well, yeah, I did think about that. As a, you know, at first, when I heard, heard he was using this drug on his own, uh, based on a prescription that he uh, wore his doctor down and made him give him well, the prescription. there's an editorial comment. Well, that's what he did. He irritated him to the point where he said, all right, all right, take your dumb drug. But anyway, uh, I think the potentiality exists that he isn't taking. He's just saying that because he believes in it and he thinks, you know, it would help people that are you know, that's just a possibility and that is based on no, what do you say evidence in in prese- presented evidence or whatever well so. you know the, the study the one study i did hear someone report on the one study that they did about it and the guy said that most of the people who died from it had really were, were like on their last legs anyway they gave it to them as like a last desperate measure to save them and there hasn't been or there's some studies underway according to them that would look at it on longer you know getting into it earlier in the course of the disease or the the virus and those studies are still ongoing according to what i heard yesterday and i'm assuming it was accurate well when i first found out about this i was flabbergasted and i thought you know what a poor example and you know i thought this is ridiculous but the more i thought about it i just put it in the so what category you know let him take if he thinks it'll help him good for him it probably won't hurt them. You know, all of those side effects are in very few people. So, Well, still, I mean, you, it, it has to be a decision you make. I mean, people believe marijuana helped them, and they took it when the doctors marijuana were... Marijuana does help some people. Well, when doctors were saying, this won't help you, this could kill you. I can remember old movies about marijuana where people acted like they were blithering idiots, <laughs> you know, for, for, taking the, for taking it. Yet the, the, what do you call it, anecdotal evidence kept mounting and mounting and mounting until finally some places said, all right, well, let's explore the, uh, the efficacy of it. See for, what it is. 
Right. And so that may be the same thing with this. No. Sorry. All right. Well. Uh, lower right-hand corner, please. Lower right-hand corner. All right. Good morning. So we have a president who is a guinea pig. <laughs> uh, Than, thanks for calling in. You're on the mark first thing today. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I hadn't thought of the Guinea part, but yeah. Uh, we have a president who likes to eat a lot of things that I think probably I love as well. Hamburgers and uh, uh, chicken wings and everything, but uh, that appears to be his entire diet. So anyway, what I called about was uh, in the last few days, Chris, your caller, has been asking you about uh, uh, firing the... Uh, the guys who are kind of watching over inspectors general inspectors inspectors general exactly inspectors general and uh chris was asking you uh should he fire them you said well he has every right to i don't doubt that but you have not answered chris's question which is is it ethical to fire the policeman who are watching your house. Well, I, why don't you ask President Obama? He fired several, including one who was conducting an investigation of someone in his administration. Oh, don't deflect. Well, uh, just oh, ask so the question, Joe. So two wrongs make a right. No, Joe, I'm just saying... Now, wait a second. Idea? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's a Republican idea. Listen, the point is... The point, the point <laughs> is... Let me make the point. The point is that the president has the right to do it. Now, if a partisan appointment from another administration is causing a problem for your administration, why wouldn't you fire them? Okay. So, therefore, you're not going to talk about the ethics of firing the guy who's investigating you. The investigation doesn't go away. That's what he is hired to do. Sam, the investigation doesn't go away. There's not just one person investigating. There's a whole whole department. There's a whole department. If anybody else stepped in to investigate, they too would be fired. That's your assumption. You don't know that for a fact. Well, yes, we do because he's done that regularly. He gets rid of the folks who say, uh, what are you doing, Mr. President? This is maybe not constitutional. It and wasn't about said, the president. Suppose here. You're, you're gone. You're not even looking at the right thing. He said he was asked to do it by the Secretary of State, and he did it. Well, that's what he is there for, Joe. I'm asking about ethics, and you seem to not want to ever answer that question. Well, ethically, is it is ethically, ethical is it ethical, it? is it ethical for a an inspector general to launch a partisan investigation into the current administration when he was appointed by another one? That's the same okay. question, and just in reverse, then. Is that okay, ethical? Okay, so therefore, if I want not to get arrested on the highway, I've got to hire the police. <laughs> and if they try to arrest me, I'll fire them. Not bad that's analogy. That's not the way our country works, no, Joe, and you... That's a not a good analogy, Than. If you, if the framers of the Constitution had not intended for the president to have that power, they wouldn't have given it to him. In other words, no answer on the ethics. Uh, <laughs> it, it isn't an ethical issue. It is an issue of the president's right to appoint and to dismiss. That's the issue. If you don't like the reason, then vote him out of office the next time. But he has oh, the right boy, to I'm do it. I'm sure hoping so, because as I have said, I don't hate the president. I kind of feel sorry for the man because he doesn't know what he's doing in a very important job. But I do like this country and the way it has gone 
always kind of dirty and filthy and nasty, as what is it, Ben Rightly says, uh, uh, abhorrent or something like that sometimes in politics, no question. But there were a certain ethical standard. There was a certain ethical standard that I thought has been adhered to, or if that standard was breached, somebody did something about it. Now we have a president who says, and he has said this, Please don't tell me he didn't. I can do whatever I want to as president of the United States. And that's not true. He doesn't know what he's doing. Stan is absolutely right, Joe. You're absolutely wrong. You stand down. The limits limits to presidential power are ultimately decided, as they should be in this country, by the courts, not by political pundits who have an opinion about whether the president should or shouldn't do something. If they believe the president has exceeded his authority, there is a remedy for that. And no no one has succeeded in in curbing him through that legal and lawful remedy. All right, thank so you so much. So if oh, nobody has done that, then you think it can't be done or no, should not be done? I think it's if because... If your house is robbed, you say, well, might as well left the door unlocked. I think, it's because, I think it's because they don't believe or are fairly sure they won't prevail in the courts. All right, Than, I, I, I well, agree with you. Minute, Than, I have to stop you there. Than, 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 stop. Just for one second, I got, oh, hurry up. The, courts, <laughs> the courts are stacked against the country. Oh, yes. And I assume you're talking about the 9th District, too, and the the district in Washington. They're all left. They're they're for the people, but the other ones that are Republican-dominated aren't. You know, Joe, against everything you're saying, nothing is all one way or the other. That's so simple. Well, you you just said it was, Than. You just said the courts are against the people. Enough, you two. Stop it. Than, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. I'll go back to where I was quietly listening to music. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for Talk calling to you later. We appreciate uh, but your something bye. peaceful and calming, Than. We appreciate your wisdom, Than. Very much appreciate it. Uh, we'll go from Than to Van, as we've done a couple of times in the history of this program. Van, you're on the mark. Last caller before a quickie break. Good morning. Uh, just what I brought up yesterday about that HR 666, there's four sixes there, that they call it the Testing, Reaching, and Contacting Everyone Trace Act. And <laughs> I told you how it's kind of open-ended where where it says at the end of that four other purposes. Now, I listened to an interview yesterday Alan Dershowitz, which most people are familiar with him. He's a, a lawyer and uh, been around for quite some time and a very good constitutional lawyer. But I, I wrote down exactly what he said. I'd like to read what he said in this interview. This is quoting him exactly. You have no right not to be vaccinated. You have no right not to wear a mask. You have no right to open up your business. Then the interviewer said, you have to be vaccinated? Absolutely. And if you refuse to be vaccinated, the state has the power to literally take you to the doctor's office and plunge a needle into your arm. If the vaccination is designed to prevent the spreading of disease, if the vaccination is only to prevent a disease that you will get. For example, if there's a a disease that will kill you, you have the right to refuse that. But you have no right to refuse to be vaccinated against a contagious disease. Public health, the police, power of the Constitution gives the state the power to compel that. And then he later went on again and said this, you have to be vaccinated. 
you have to be vaccinated. You, they should give you an alternative. The alternative is to live in your home, don't get vaccinated, but never ever leave your home or live in a bubble. But if you want to interact with other people, you cannot become Typhoid Mary. Now, that's the exact quote from Alan Dershowitz. And he went on to say that he would argue before the Supreme Court the case, and he says constitutionally, this is what he believes. And this is where we're at now in this country, where they're pushing for a vaccine. Bill Gates has been all over, and even even he was on a show with Stephen Colbert. And you can watch this if you'd like to online. Stephen Colbert talking with him, and they're they're laughing. It's almost like they're they think this is funny. They're, they're talking about this pandemic, which you know t- should be taken very seriously. But I think we've been duped into thinking that it's so deadly that we need a vaccine. And Gates is pushing for a vaccine. And he says, we'll never get back to normal until we have a, a vaccine. And Gates even referred to the vaccine as a final, as the final solution. And Colbert in that video laughs and says, oh, now maybe you ought to rephrase that because of the conspiracy theorist out there, you know, and Gates laughs and he blows it off like it's nothing. But when they're talking, when you have Alan Dershowitz coming out now, and this is called pre- predictive programming, they're telling you things to get you to think a certain way. They're trying to deceive the American people into that we need a vaccine. And I believe even President Trump has fallen for this as they're pushing for a vaccine to come you know, December or January. And initially, I think what's gonna happen is that we're not, we're gonna be given the option early on not to take this vaccine. But sooner or later down the road, we're going to be literally forced to take this vaccine. I know, Joe, you said yesterday, you don't think this H.R. 6666 will pass the Senate. Well, the Senate is very close, you know, it's, what, 51-59? And all it's gonna take is some people to decide, you know what, we really need to have this testing implemented. We need to have, and that's another thing they're pushing. Why do we need to have everybody tested? Why do we need a vaccine? Does that make any sense to you guys? Well, I think the, the answer everything. to your question is that it should be proportional. In other words, the response should be proportionate to the risk. And I heard someone say yesterday that over 99% of the people who get this uh, survive, and most of them have, uh, the overwhelming majority have very minor symptoms, and some in some cases aren't even aware they have it. So if you have a, a response, if you have the ability to cure something that maybe takes eight-tenths of the pop, eight-tenths of one percent of the population, why wouldn't you do it? Why wouldn't you save their lives? I mean, we can't, we, there's no vaccine for cancer. There's no vaccine for fatal traffic accidents or for drunk driving. We can't cure those. We can't eradicate them. But if we can eradicate a disease that makes some people sick and kills some others, why wouldn't we want to do that? Well, my my problem is I don't want to take a vaccine. I don't I don't get you know flu vaccines because I've I've studied the mountain. Like I brought up the other day, you know Robert Kennedy Jr. He's probably one of the most knowledgeable people, and he's he might be as far left fan maybe maybe not. But I agree with him on the vaccine issue. There's you can check out in India what's going on with Gates's vaccines that were given over there, causing causing paralysis of people and other problems. But in this country, like, like the left and the right, I agree, we have rights 
with our bodies what we need to do with them and what, you know, if I don't want to get a vaccination shot, I ought to have the right to refuse that. Now, here's, here's my take on this. Right, if the wrap vaccination up, we get shot is to do away with, with disease and if you get vaccinated, that means you won't get that. Who cares then if I don't get a vaccination shot? That's true. Yep. If it's your choice, if you want to take the risk, I would think it would be your choice. Part of that herd immunity involves a lot of other people being uh, unable to get the disease, right. but it doesn't have to be everybody. If you and you we and Mark and I hang out, and Mark and I have the vaccine, and we're immune, and you you're you're not, and you catch it, it shouldn't harm us. <laughs> That's <laughs> not should what be your saying. choice. <laughs> That's not That's what he's saying. The whole purpose of the vaccine, right? Right. right. All right. Thank but you thanks, so much, man. man. Yep. We very All much right. appreciate that. Yeah. We got a lot of people asking a lot of questions. I just I said yesterday, I'll say it again, just the whole idea of lining up to take a vaccine that's been expedited <laughs> just sounds dangerous to me. All right. We'll love to have your view on this. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. 1-800-795-9565. Call us immediately. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show, upper right-hand corner, and then the middle of the screen. Yes, one of our writers thinks that maybe Trump's doctor gave him a placebo. <laughs> Possible. Uh, another te- another emailer says, My grandmother got Guillain-Barre from the swine flu vaccine, and it took almost a year for her to recover. If anyone co- comes within six feet of me with that vaccine, I will... <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> That's very cute. Okay, and Dr. Bright, the whistleblower who was the latest of Trump's firing squad, testified about the connection between Ellison and Trump. Use Google. Yes, the Golden State Warriors, not the Lakers. Big deal, Tom. And that was yesterday where someone pointed out Tom made a mistake. All right, Ruth, thank you for calling in. You're on the mark. Yes, uh, I called about the Gates little shot he wanted to give you and steal a capsule within your system. That should be my choice if I want that shot, if I want a flu shot or not. I know my sister years ago got a shot, and she's sick for three months, and it's sort of scary. My granddaughter's scared to death to get a shot. She goes, Nana, what are they putting in me? And I asked me, life's my choice, and if I can't trust with the man upstairs, I might just crawl in a hole and die. With him, I can overcome. Thank you. But look at the number of kids. I mean, kids have to have vaccines before they can go to school. We require it. All right. Does that, all right. Sure. The vaccine, yes. I had that shot when I was a child but not to steal a capsule within your body that they can, whatever. What's coming is coming. But I, it's my choice to take that one. That's all I'm saying. Right. So what's a capsule inside your body? You mean like a camera? Well, it's, what's, yeah, they, well, it's stick a, they want to stick something in your system, in your hand, I hear. 
Okay. That's my choice. I don't want that. What would it right. do? What, what it's would better it... enough they follow me around on my phone without following me anywhere else. Well, all. yeah, this isn't, she's not talking about uh, COVID-19. This no, is okay. another medical. No, no, it's the other thing. Advocacy. No, no. All righty, we got you, Ruth. Thank hey, you so much. As far as that shot, when I was a child, I got that. Everybody should have that. Yeah. Do you send us good emails by chance? Or are you the person doing that? No, oh, no. Okay, different route. I was the first okay. I called in. All right, perfect. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. Go for the ride. Well, call okay. again. Take okay, care. Thank you. All right. And now... Uh, a definition of ethics, a moral principle that governs a person's behavior or the conducting of an activity, the branch of knowledge that deals with moral principles. I'm under the understanding that we really shouldn't deal with moral issues in the government, just lawful issues, or am I wrong? I always thought that government did things applying just the law. Ethics might make you look good or bad, but I don't believe those things should overrule a law, or am I wrong in that? No, if the, if the law is unethical, you change the law. Well, and I think our government sets out certain moral and ethical values that we hold dear, and we do advocate for them, and we make sure that the government works for them. For example, some people feel slavery is unethical and immoral, and it is our government. I mean, there are certainly many people who would not allow it, but our government doesn't allow it because they... You now. Know, you could say that They about, don't allow it now. Right. Well, We did allow it in the past. Right. We're a work in progress. No <laughs> argument there, but... Um, I, I think uh, our government does use morals and but the and, point you're, the point is values. that morals morals and values change. You know, I, I know mm-hmm. people who adhere strictly to the Bible believe that it's immutable and that it always is the same. But let's face it, the morals today are vastly different than they were a few years ago. Up until Ronald Reagan getting elected, no divorced man had ever been able to be elected president of the United States. No Catholic ever was elected president before John Kennedy. So, you know, those were have considered, we ever had a Jewish president? No. But there, and you know, there were laws that kept, uh, or there were rules that kept Jewish people out of certain country clubs and permitted prevented black people from moving where they wanted to move. But all these things have changed. Some by law, some by just moral imperatives, where we realized that what we were doing was wrong. Moral issues in the government is common, is my only uh, remark. All right, thank you so much, Joe. Stick around. We've got another hour of open phones. We're going to do some news headlines right after the CBS. Uh, we got a couple of more emails uh, pending, and we'd love to hear from you. You'll be able to call us on the toll-free line, 1-800-795-9565. Call us, and we'll line you up during the 9 a.m. hour. This is WKOK Sunbury. Great. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Great teams and welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Very glad to see all of you on the radio. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan is here. Rob Center has listened to the call of places by everybody and everybody's ready to go here today. And on the Mark is enjoying open phones. So call us now. 1-800-795-9565 is the open phone. 1-800-795-9565. 
you can email us at onthemarketwkok.com or text us at 70236. We'd love to hear from you today. On the Market is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Latest word from the Sealands Grove Area School District is they are hoping to hold an in-person graduation later this summer. Brian Parise, principal at Sealands Grove High School, tells us a student survey, class officers, and the class advisor called for the wait-and-see mode for a possible summertime graduation. He said they're going to distribute some diplomas now to individuals in the military or those who need it for work, but then they'll have a hope to have that larger in-person graduation later. More about that story at WDKOK.com. Some strong remarks from Evangelical Community Hospital President and CEO Kendra Auker regarding non-compliance with Governor Tom Wolf's reopening plan during a conference call Monday. Auker said she's deeply disturbed by local sheriffs that say they'll stand down when it comes to enforcing some of the governor's orders. As much as some have worked to make this a political issue, it is not. This is a public health crisis, and I fully understand and support the need to restart businesses, but we need to do so with a methodical, balanced approach that protects the community and area health care providers from a sudden and potentially devastating spike. Hawker says she's unhappy with the local sheriff's refusal to uphold social distancing or masking regulations. Three Valley nursing homes are named on the State Department of Health's list of places with COVID. COVID-19 cases among the residents or staff. Mansion nursing in Sunbury has fewer than five cases among residents. Riverwoods and Elmcroft and Lewisburg have fewer than five cases among staff. You can see the full list at WKOK.com. In the central Susquehanna Valley, two new cases of COVID-19 reported in Northumberland County, bringing the county's total to 145. The rest of the valley remaining the same, holding steady in the COVID-19 department. Earlier this week, State Department of Health said it was distributing 1,200 doses of donated remdesivir. Some of it did go to Geisinger, says the CEO. We expect another shipment today, and I think they're going to continue to get that out. So I think a good indicator of the fact that, you know, the science is emerging and we're adding uh, tools to our toolbox to be able to battle this thing, and remdesivir is one of those Dr. J. Wan Rue held a media briefing. Uh, they've received some additional vials, and Evangelical Community Hospital now has remdesivir uh, to treat uh, the people. There's about a dozen people hospitalized in the Geisinger system for COVID-19. Speaking of Geisinger, they and the Family Practice Center have announced a collaboration for their facility at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Geisinger says they'll sublease 2,500 square space of the FPC's space at the mall. It'll be used for primary care, urgent care, radio laboratory and other services at that uh, facility. Real estate sales related and related activity can resume across Pennsylvania if guidelines are followed. According to Governor Tom Wolf, announced Tuesday new guidance that says people in the real estate industry can get back to work as long as they all wear masks and other facial coverings and use separate vehicles to drive to property to keep social distancing and adhere to some other uh, rules. Finally, if you want to get a haircut, go to Michigan. Barbers plan to offer free haircuts on the Michigan Capitol lawn today to protest the state's stay-at-home orders, a defiant demonstration that reflects how salons have become a symbol for small businesses eager to reopen two months after the pandemic began. Third-generation hairdresser Scott Weaver, who owns five salons in Michigan, said his forgotten industry is getting much-needed attention after being dismissed as just haircutting. Barbershops, salons, and spas stand at the forefront of small businesses that want to reopen despite the risks to their service. 
services, which require employees to be in close, prolonged contact with customers. The coronavirus has contributed to more than 5,000 confirmed deaths in Michigan, the fourth highest toll in the U.S. of A. All right, so there you have it. So, Joe, if you need a haircut, go to Michigan. They're doing it for free to send a good message to I think it's time we Gretchen, open up the, the salons and the Gretchen, barber shops. Governor Gretchen. Uh, I forget her last name. She's got a lot of issues out there. Whitmer. <laughs> including floods. Yeah. Whitmer. But let's face it. You know, I, I think in, in listening to Kendra Ocker's position, she makes a good point. But, you know, the sheriffs didn't say they wouldn't enforce it. They just said they wouldn't arrest anybody from it. I think they can counsel people, talk to them about it, and I suspect they <laughs> would do that. I don't think But they, they don't would. want to turn business people into criminals, and I agree with that, too. But, you know... Well, you don't become a criminal if you get a citation for violating an order. It's a violation of a crime, isn't it? If you violate a, cr- a law, so, you're a criminal. So you are a criminal. I have been. I've, spe- oh, I've, I've gotten gosh. speeding tickets in my life. Would you say you've rehabilitated yourself? Um, do I drive under the speed limit? In most instances, yes. <laughs> yeah, but I, I You have adhere, the money's allocated elsewhere. I adhere to the old adage, nine-year fine, ten-year mile. That's a cop's statement, not not Joe's. (laughs) All right. Uh, Tom's waiting. Read that. It's the subject line of that email. Says HB 6666, I think, is the correct bill number. I wonder if Van stops at stop signals. The government is, that is government control. Well, he's right. It is government control. The government got a lot of control over us. All right, Tom. How are we missing the boat? Fill us in, please. You're on the mark. Well... I gotta find out. I know this is a radio station, and you have to have sponsors, so you don't want to upset a lot of people. But it just seems to me like Joe has one of you guys, probably Joe, has marching orders from from uh, Roger Hatton. Isn't he the owner? He's involved in ownership. We can say that. Okay, because Joe is constantly. Sticking up for Donald Trump constantly. <laughs> I mean, this is, and there's got to be a reason for it. He's not, he can't be that dumb. He so can't be that dumb. What I, if mean, I think, I think you, he has marching orders from Roger Hatton. What if you I stick think up um, from Donald Trump because we need these sponsors? What if I mean, you? This, what this, if I think you? Can, what do you? What if I think you're dumb because you don't support the president? Is I'm not no, allowed to yeah, have that he, opinion. Trump just fired. Trump just. Trump just fired a, another inspector general a couple days ago. That was going to was going to investigate Mike Pompeo. Right. And he well, was. He, well, he, he does it for everybody. He Let was left says, over. This inspector. Anybody that inspects that is that he. That inspects anybody that he's the him or somebody else, he gets rid of them, and that is bull. And you cannot keep sticking up for that and saying, "Well, he has the right to do that." Yes, I can keep sticking up for no, it because you he. Can. What if he? What if he had the right to shoot people? Anybody he wanted to but shoot. But he doesn't. He doesn't Would have you say that. that right. was okay. He doesn't have that right, Tom. That's a ridiculous comparison. No, it isn't. Yes, ridiculous. it is. That's what you're doing. These things are serious things. I'm, I agree they're serious. These are very, very serious things where he wouldn't be covering them up. And he's following the law. Has anyone said that what he oh, did is Jay, unlawful? Here we go again. You're, you're going around in circles. No, you're I'm not. You're sticking up for this guy. There's got to be some reason for this. I don't think you're that dumb. But and you, you always, are, you always oppose everything. For you. you always oppose everything he does without any regard to whether it's good or not. You know, what he is doing is nobody has ever done this stuff. Anybody Barack Obama did it. Barack Obama fired inspectors general. 
I don't don't he remember. Did not, you... He did not. He did not fire every person that ever tried to inspect. That ever tried to investigate him. Not true. He he fired the he ones that been, did. He may have done it once, maybe. I don't know. More than that. True. Trump does it with everybody. Anybody that inspects him. So, in other going. words, it's okay to do it if you don't do it too often, but if you do it often, then it's wrong? And, Tom, Joe has a, a little earpiece in his funnels that if anybody says something bad about Trump, the earpiece says, oh, call up, hey, say Barack Obama, say Barack Obama. I say bad things so, about so that's, Trump. That's what he's doing. What, what Trump's doing is perfectly legal, and it's oh, his yeah, right. I don't care whether it's legal or not. It's not right. I see. So then change the law, it is Tom. Not right. You cannot. You stick up for this guy, and I mean, it is really sickening. It's upsetting. It's upsetting listening to you. Change the law, uh, Tom. Uh, cover, cover up for this guy when he is he is doing things that are illegal, very illegal, or he wouldn't keep firing everybody. He's allowed to, Tom. It's a I don't impl- care whether he's allowed to or not. Okay, it let's is say not right. Let's, you, when you're doing something wrong. And you keep firing everybody that tries to to do anything about it. That is not good. He hasn't fired. Here's the point. The investigation continues whether or not the inspector general is there. It's not one person conducting an investigation. They have an office. He gets rid of everybody. Everybody's afraid to investigate. (laughs) Anybody that investigates is going to get chick canned. Then, uh, and well, who knows yes, it? there's a <laughs> we don't use and that they word. They know they know that they're going to get canned if they investigate him. We don't use that word on the air, Tom. <laughs> Moving well, on. Well, <laughs> they know these people all know. You know what? If I investigate this guy, I'm going he's going to get rid of me. Okay, then Tom change and, the law. Change the law if you don't like it. Well, right. Tell uh, Congress, right, write your congressman, tell him to change the law. Who's going to change the law? Well, it's yeah. been done before. You ever he hear? Obey the law anyway. You ever hear a prohibition? It doesn't matter whether you change the law or not. You ever hear a prohibition? He whatever he wants to do. <laughs> Did you ever hear a prohibition, Tom? We we outlawed drinking and then we changed our mind and we made it legal again. Oh, come on! Quit changing the subject. No, that, that is the subject. That is the subject. If you don't like nothing. the law, this you guy, change the law. This guy needs to be. All right, we got you. Thank you so much. Republicans kept him in office. He should never even be there. He was impeached. He should have been thrown out a long time ago. He's a crook, and you are sticking up for a crook. (laughs) That's what his funnels tell (laughs) him to do. That's as simple as it is. And I think I don't think you're that dumb. I think Roger Hatton has given you marching orders <laughs> Listen, because of your. Sponsors. I've known I've right. known Thank Raj you, for a lot Thank of you, years. Thank His you, political opinions are not ones that I even am well aware of. I mean, I've heard him say things for the president. I've heard him say things against the president. When's the last? He certainly you... doesn't give us marching orders as to how to react on this program. When's the last time you got an email? Call, post, or tweet from Roger telling you what to say? Never. Never. <laughs> and the first one I get will be the first one ever. Okay. All right. Uh, Dale, you are going to be the last caller before a quickie break. Please go right ahead. You're on the mark. Uh, I just wanted to say how politicians stay in business and the media stays in business. Well, the media is always promoting the intentions of their party, but never hold them accountable for the results so I think that you know I would say that Republicans Democrats are basically pushing a scam and all their you know gibberish and disagreements are all staged and fake and the media like I said they promote their intentions 
but avoid the results. And then you'll have a different part of the media, which is favored for the other party. So I think it's all big scam, and I think the, the media is just letting them continue with their scam. I mean, because they get a politician or on the radio, then they never hold them responsible for their results. So it's quick change the channel and let's get on to something else. Because you, you take calls from the public. Okay, you want to contest the public. But when it comes to a politician, you never contest them. Because you know and we know that it's a scam. Okay. I, I, well, we don't know anything of the sort, Dale. I mean, you say it, and you say it as if everybody ever, knows it. Do you ever hold any, uh, okay, say the Republican, closer Republican? I mean, Mark is a, is a moderate, you're uh, hard right wing. No, I'm so, not I mean, hard right wing. <laughs> <laughs> you got well, it, Joe. And yes, I do hold yeah, political well, I mean, people. Mark, Mark does hold, hold a balance, and, you, and you're, you know, that's, that's what you guys do. I think it's, you know it's fun for you guys, and but like I said, I, I would like to see you you know you guys hold your party elected officials responsible for the results, Listen, not their intentions, because the intentions is part of this scam. A few and years you know, a few years ago, I was and I'm a I'm a lifelong Republican, but I was chairman of Republicans for a particular candidate who happened to be a Democrat. And I, I do oh, hold people responsible. Yes, I supported Chris Carney very strongly. Would he's a great guy, and you know, so is Fred Keller. But you know, if I don't like the way the congressman or any political person is performing their job, I won't vote for them. And that's holding them accountable. That's the only way I can hold them accountable. Yeah, he means on the radio. Most of the time, when you have elected officials on your radio, you're basically agreeing with their intentions. And yeah, because I out. believe I believe their intentions are basically good. I believe the governor's intentions are good. I don't agree but with him. Part of the bar association. Oh you come understand? on, Dale. the bar association okay. again. It's, it's a world of cheese, okay. brother. Money, money can't interpret a law. Correct. How much money? Uh, run that and buy me again. Money can interpret. Uh, a law, right? No. And Money can't yes, do anything but buy yes, somebody to interpret yes. the law for okay, you. Okay, if I shoot somebody in the back and I got no money, okay, I get, you know, first degree, second degree murder. A guy with <laughs> big money gets a big attorney and the judge and the prosecutor understand, okay, well, this guy's got money, he's willing to pay the bar association. Let's give him third or, or manslaughter. You know, that that's that's integrity part of our justice system which is trash and these guys refuse to hold them accountable for results i mean i mean how 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 intelligent you have to be i, I i'm sorry i mean well, what are what are the results you want to hold them accountable for if a prosecutor gets a conviction he's done his job right but do you believe Isn't that his that job is more worried about integrity or more worried about income I think the Bar Association is very, very much concerned about integrity. Okay, well, what, what's going on with all these people going to jail with the Trumps and, and all I got? Not one of them, not, not one of the highest level, the highest level of government, not one of them being held responsible. It's all, it's all hoopla. 
and you're getting like people it's like a soap opera. I mean, people take what they want to take everything with a grain of salt. Well, Dale, just like because said, you believe someone's building the- this country, who destroyed this country is the one-two punch. Well, right. the bar association, then you got Trump. Enough, you one two. I'm going to have to stand down. <laughs> Thank I, you, I Dale. Just, I, I think yep. that if you're talking about who is responsible for what's wrong with this country, there are a lot of people you can point the finger at. Before I would get to the bar association. <laughs> okay, well, only because you work for them. I do not work for them. Sunburymotors.com is the place to see the Remember, entire... I'm a shill for PennDOT. Well, that's true. You can't be <laughs> shilling for everybody. But uh, what do you do for the Bar Association in Pennsylvania? Well, when they need me, I serve on the uh, Judicial Review Commission Investigative Division. Is that would, would you call that play or work? Well, I don't get paid for it, and it's not a lot of fun. It's a lot of hard work, so I would say it is you work. So it you is work for the volunteer bars. work. <laughs> oh, I like that. That was an easy out for you. All right, sunburymotors.com, the place to start if you're looking for a Ford, Lincoln, Kia, or Hyundai, or any pre-owned vehicle from the Sunbury Motor Company. You can select your perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home. It's an opportunity for you to check out the vehicles that they already have there. they got dozens of brand-new Fords, Hyundais, Kias, and Lincolns. they got my uh, Ranger down there. They got uh, Joe's uh, Lincoln Navigator with the sunroof. That sunroof that goes from the right above your head all the way to the tippy back. And that is just a gorgeous uh, vehicle to check out. And you can go see Jason. That's who Joe's going to see. Jason at the Lincoln dealership. But Jeff's over at the Ford dealership. Ernie and Austin are running the Kias. And Kyle, he can sell anything on any lot anywhere. And he's just a super salesperson too. So they would just love to talk to you at the Sunbury Motor Company. You start out online. There's no in-person interaction, uh, and if they don't have the vehicle, whether it's pre-owned or brand new that you need, you can build a Ford, Hyundai, Kia, or Lincoln to your precise specifications. Order it up and get it delivered to the Sunbury Motor Company. They might even deliver it right to your house to get this expedited. Sunbury Motors, the entire line of Ford, Lincoln, Kia, and Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory available at sunburymotors.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors Way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way? The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, let's see. Dan has been waiting forever. We go from van to van to Dan. Good morning, sir. Then, You're to, on. then to Carol. <laughs> Carol's next. Hey, good, good morning, fellas. Why, they talk about the ethics of Trump's administration. There's never been an administration that I know of that's been investigated as much as President Trump's administration. And they never mention the fact that the, the Obama-Hillary Clinton machine illegally spied on Trump before he was even 
in the office of president illegally. They were spying him using the Carter Page as the way to get to Trump. Carter Page worked for Trump in the election campaign. They used him to spy on Trump. That's never mentioned, which is highly illegal, and nothing to this day has been done about it. It's been brought out over and over and over, but there's been no prosecutions. The the enemy of the people, the news press, they they fail to even show any interest in anything that would help President Trump to be look better. They fail to even look at it. And why it, doesn't uh, Why doesn't Fox News look into this? Then they support the president. That, they're the only uh, only a couple people that work there bring it out. You, you have Han- Sean Hannity's been bringing it out ever since the three over three years, and Rush Limbaugh brings it out. But you know what you what you people say about them two people? You don't respect them on this radio program. They're not respected at all. And they keep putting them down, but there's been, you know, it's been brought out over and over. General Flynn, he was fired because of this. They set him up because he worked for Trump. He knew so much about the Obama administration the crookedness in it. That's why he was fired and left go. So it's, there's so much news out there that's newsworthy that's not even on the forefront that, you know, it's a shame what's going on. Yeah, the ethics of Trump is far above the Obama administration. <laughs> the stuff they pulled is a shame you can laugh about it but it is a crying they investigated conservative groups through the IRS you didn't hear much about it you little bet but no one that hates Trump on this program ever brings up that particular part well, you, you didn't you you misspoke there Dan they didn't investigate conservative groups they just withheld giving them um, tax exempt status for their right. opinions. Right. yeah yeah okay well we but all heard about what, it we all know about it so how did <laughs> if it was so uncovered Joe remembers specifically exactly what happened and I remember in general people like us do but we, we should bring, keep bringing it up remember, and but keep pointing no it one out. else does it come every day about President Trump. Well, maybe because it was he, a half a decade ago? Is that one reason it doesn't come up every day? Because because you people bring up how bad Trump is he's in office day, now. <laughs> every day and every day. And he's done his... I, I can't see anything ethical that he's done near what Oh, the Obama administration done. Trump, yeah, he complains about the press every day. 
he has an argument with the <laughs> with fake the people. news press. But <laughs> right, how many it. of them did he put out of business? How many? None. They're still there with their fake tabloid news programs. <laughs> okay, we got to get he another did. caller. And they're still conducting he, their own investigations into the president every day. So, right. yep, so okay. thank you, you so much, Dan. Have a good, you too, good Dan. Take care, you. buddy. You betcha. Carol, thank you so much for waiting. You are on the mark. Good morning, men. How are you guys doing? Hanging in. How about you? I'm doing fine. couple comments. With President Trump, we don't know if his decision to take this medicine is right or wrong or wear a mask is right or wrong. Only time will tell. However, during crisis, we need a strong president. Strong president. Look back at uh, FDR. We know he had polio. During the first six months of the war, American forces were not doing very well. Japan had taken the Philippines, Singapore. If we had seen uh, FDR, wheel bound, wheelchair bound with polio, I'm sure that man was in a lot of pain to hide it. Yeah. Now, I don't expect Trump to act like Putin. I can imagine Putin shirtless, maskless, in a uh, high area of uh, coronavirus. Only time will tell. Another thing, as far as firing people, you want to talk about a major firing. How about Truman firing uh, MacArthur? Yeah. I mean, and that was a very controversial uh, um, thing. Oh, extremely. MacArthur was far more popular than Truman. You're absolutely right. But the chain of command... So I'm not saying Trump's right or wrong. I'm an independent, just to get that on the record. But you make an excellent historical point. I mean, Harry Truman's firing to MacArthur was very unpopular in the country, particularly among the right. It spurred investigations and a lot of comments and news media, you know. But he did what had to be done. He had the right to do it. And he had he was appointed, MacArthur was appointed by his predecessor. Actually, no, I take that back. He, he appointed him uh, to uh, take over the role of governor of Japan after the war. So well, Truman realized he made a mistake. I mean, MacArthur snubbed him he, when when they met at Wake Island. MacArthur came in about 30 or 40 minutes after the president had landed, and Harry took him to task for that. Yeah. Well, MacArthur thought he was a demigod. And yep. Emperor. You're right. And Truman, could you imagine something similar happening today? Oh, Trump or whoever the president, oh, boy, they might as well kiss election goodbye. Yeah. Oh, you make an excellent point, Carol. All right. Well, you guys have a good day. You hey, too. Call again. You, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Take Lovely care. to hear a, a, a normal, great, balanced, historical perspective on right. things. Well, he, make, he makes an excellent point. Changes I mean, my whole day. You know, there were people who felt that Truman should be strung up for firing MacArthur. Hmm. And why did he do it? Because MacArthur was trying to start World War Three <laughs> By doing what? <laughs> By uh, pushing the Chinese. He was told not to cross the, uh, not to attack across the Yalu River. And uh, he actually was told to stay f- far back from the Yalu River, but he didn't do it. Mm. He pushed right up to it, and the Chinese then invaded. Okay. 
Okay. Up to that point, if MacArthur had stopped and followed President Truman's directives, there wouldn't be a separate North or South Korea. We had already conquered North Korea at that point. We were right up to the border with China when the Chinese intervened. Wow. And pushed us back to the 38th parallel. I knew all of that at one point in my life, but it's not top of the mind like it is for you, which is wonderful. All right, upper right-hand corner, please. All right, I attended a viewing for a distant relative at a Union County funeral home yesterday. I was shocked to see nearly 50 people sitting shoulder-to-shoulder for an hour sermon. No one was wearing a mask, including several small children and an infant. I moved as far into the aisle as possible and kept my mask on throughout. Is such a gathering permissible in the yellow phase? I don't know about that, but if I sat for an hour sermon, I'd be getting up yeah, about 20 minutes into well, it and leaving. Eulogy is probably more what it was, but uh, uh, that it is legal to do what happened there. It is just highly, highly un- unadvisable in so many ways. Uh, funeral homes have directives to follow when it comes to crowds and uh, funerals and uh, viewings, but they don't have rules that they have to comply with. They just have strongly suggested. The state says, quote, it is important that you delay these events or limit attendance, practice social distancing, and adhere to the governor's guidance on universal masking. To align with the governor's guidance, the reopening of Pennsylvania, the following attendance limitations apply. In the red phase, 10 people or fewer. Yellow phase, which applies to Union County, 25 people or fewer. In the green phase, no restrictions. It's recognized that social distancing is especially difficult during a period of mourning, since individuals tend to embrace one another as part of the emotional healing process. However, social distancing and wearing of face masks or face coverings is an important step to protect the health of the service participants and attendees. As such, we strongly encourage you to encourage and implement social distancing practices and adhere to the universal masking during the planning of the service. But in answer to her question, or his question, it's legal. Yep, it was legal. It's just highly unadvisable. And we know that that's how the disease spread, not just from crowds, but from people idle creating this... Uh, for lack of a better phrase, cloud of mist around them right. where it, it gathers and, you know, the slight breeze of what uh, ventilation there was moves it from person to person. That's precisely the situation where it does get transferred. And that's why barbers are still out of business, unfortunately, because they stand directly behind you or hairdressers for half an hour but and, and take den- good care Dental of offices are up and they're, that, I would submit to you, is far more dangerous than getting your hair cut well, for the that, dentists and for the professionals who clean your teeth yes. and for you. But you're wearing PPE and the No, I'm not wearing PPE when I get my teeth worked on. How can they work on my teeth if I'm wearing a mask? Well, they're not wearing a mask, but you'll be wearing something over the front of you, and the dentist is wearing PPE. Right, the dentist is. And you are not permitted at dental offices to do things that involve a lot of spraying of water, or routine cleanings still aren't on the list of things dentists can do. I thought they were permitted now. No, not routine cleanings. They can do more orthodonture and some other elements. My wife has a cleaning appointment this week. Well, according to the governor's guidelines that were issued a couple weeks ago, those aren't on the list. So um, you could have a a dentist that's working out of Compliance with the list. I think, you know, a lot of doctors and dentists that have individual practices are going to be pariahs here. And no, I don't think our dentist falls into that category. Well, I'm not going to give his name, but, I mean, he's a very cautious, very careful man. We have a, a new texter, for, believe it or not, and our new texter says, Whatever happened to the unified reopening of New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Delaware, and Maryland, and Pennsylvania? I thought we were part of a group that was going to have a coordinated effort to reopen. Now each state has a totally different 
different approach. Also, we sure are not hearing a lot about Georgia and Florida, according to many news reports. They should all be dead by now. Lots of gloom and doom was forecast when they reopened. And our writer makes an excellent point. I thought we were a part of this consortium of six states that were all going to do the same thing. Well, they did initially do some things in lockstep, and that was, what, about three or four weeks ago, and then you never heard a single word, word about, about it. it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's stood Excellent down. point. They still have their consortium for buying things. They are doing that. That, but right. But, you know, I wouldn't probably really notice that. And Georgia, they're, they're really holding their own. They're doing very good, I think. Um, but she's right. There were so all these forecasts that it could lead to a disaster. Georgia has... Uh, Georgia's rate of uh, infection and death was plummet, was going down precipitously, like Pennsylvania's is. Uh, and then when they opened up uh, almost a month ago, um, it stopped going down, but it has not done anything anywhere remotely close to going up. And uh, a lot of people down there aren't open, and people are. You know, trying to keep the rate low. Now, of course, there are some people outside the law, and the news media loves to show us pictures well, of the barbers without masks. Well, and stuff. Many states are allowing restaurants to be open at 50% capacity. With distancing. I right, believe with Georgia distancing. has some restaurants open with distancing. So, yeah. you know, people are going to beaches, although the governor of our state has suggested that's not a good idea, well, but no, since we don't have any he beaches... He doesn't want to go to the beach, which is fine. We don't, we don't have see, any. <laughs> we don't want to see... Well, yes, we do, Erie, Lake yes, Erie. Yes, I was just going to say. Uh, one well, uh, Halfway Dam has a beach. A Sandy Beach. Well, I'm talking about the shore. Oh, the ocean. shoreline, right. Okay. Well, actually, in that case, we don't have any because it's not an ocean. A lake, the Great Lake. It's a shore. It sure is a great lake. <laughs> it is a great lake. We'll be back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. We'll send a note to Dr. Jenkins, see if he'll call in and clarify what Dennis can do. I know the early guidance was they couldn't do cleaning, but the governor's changing his mind every day as we get better and better at this. Well, Chris is very patient, and he's the smartest guy in Milton, so we're going to put him on the radio. Good morning, sir. Uh, not even the smartest guy in West Squawky Township. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're not, though, you say. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are, we're in trouble. Is that where we're hey, headed? Anyway, Joe already made one egregious error today. <laughs> and that uh, is? His history is wrong. Uh, Oreo is a knockoff of Hydrox. Oh, okay. Well, I knew one was a wow. copy of the other. Okay. One Who started knew? in 1908 and one started in 1912. Yeah, but Oreos are better Oreo than Oreo was a copycat. So what went wrong with Hydrox? Why did they lose market share? I think they were more regional. 
actually, but I forget the reason for that. Once upon a time, I knew it because I only knew that because I was on a blog site where that issue came up once. And I remembered uh, that uh, somebody had never heard of Hydrox or didn't think uh, that Hydrox was a copy, got corrected and checked out and found out that it was the other way around. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. It debuted in 1908 and was manufactured mm-hmm. by the Sunshine Biscuit Company for over 90 years. The similar Oreo cookie was introduced in 1912 and was inspired by the Hydrox. Well, that's a polite way of saying they ripped them off. Yeah, but Oreos that's are right. better than Hydrox. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I ate Hydrox as you a don't kid growing up. that far back quite. You were only 15. No, but I do remember Hydrox cookies because that's what my mother bought when I was a kid. Uh so well, I never liked Oreos very much, the chocolate ones. But yeah. I like I like the double stuffed vanilla. <laughs> I'll take yours. I love them. <laughs> and uh, and uh, one thing Trump Trump's done uh, is he announced that the National Guard, which has been doing all this work all over the country, is going to be uh, shut down on I think it's June twenty fourth. Uh, the states wanted them to keep going till September or so, I believe, had requested that way they could help with tracking and tracing and all that with the, with the shutdown. And Trump administration announced they were shutting down cold, stopping it cold on, on June 24th. And somebody finally figured out why June 24th is the date. <coughs> Because that will be the 89th day. They uh, they've been on the job, and at the end of 90 days, it adds to their retirement and their educational uh, oper- credit payments <laughs> when they retire. That's funny. And so he's basically screwing the National Guard in a way. If or at least not giving them, like, if they worked one more day, they'd be entitled to extra benefits, and we're saving money, I guess, by screwing the National Guard. Well, they do get paid, though, for their time. Oh, they do get paid for their time. Yeah. When they're called up, they're activated, they're paid. Yep, and if if they're called up for 90 days, they get additional retirement benefits and educational benefits. Right. But if you're so. called up for 89 days, you don't. <laughs> you don't, yes. We should call them so, up for 91 so, days. You know, they, they're not entirely incompetent when it comes to some things. If they want to save a nickel or a dime off the National Guard's good service, they know exactly how to do it. But they have, now, to, nas- uh, they have to nationalize them, though. They, the government governor calls them up unless they're nationalized. And if they're nationalized, that the president can do. Well, that's the, who's the ones that are working, because they're going from state to state. It's not just one thing. They're the ones who moved from Chicago to New York to California. Are, are you thinking of the Reserve? The yeah, Army probably Reserve. the Reserve. The Army yeah, Reserve? Yeah, the Reserve. Okay, that's it's, what it's I the thought. the Reserve that's true for. Okay. I misspoke. We'll forgive You're you. correct on that one. <laughs> and I think the... I think Florida and Georgia and Texas have both been inching up some, and maybe even more than inching, but uh, 
I wish them the best of luck. I, I think they're, they're playing a, it's a dangerous game pushing too fast because once it goes up again, if it starts going up again in, in one of those states or cities, and they, I don't think they have the, quite the tracing and control and testing necessary to shut it down real quick if something starts up. They're going to be back where they were needing to shut down again and have lost three or four months. So I think caution is called for. And I think Pennsylvania is moving at a fairly cautious rate and not unreasonably cautious rate. But well, that's just the, the way I look at it anyway. I think, uh, I think too fast is, uh, is, is, is uh, the risks are, are really dire. But they've been at it now for what, four weeks, four or five weeks since they've been opened in Georgia? Oh, yeah, four weeks. It was the 24th of April. And there hasn't been a well, spike they've yet. Been partially open. All right, but there hasn't been a spike yet. Yeah. Well, there have been increases. I think if, if you look at the total cases and even the deaths, but the deaths are a lagging indicator, so that's a, that's a risky one to use in that particular case. And cases might be affected by how much testing there's doing, but testing and knowing how many people actually have it is an important thing to do. I mean, certainly in places where they've opened completely, people aren't open completely because they're not totally foolish. And I, I guess there is still no, I don't know if any place is allowing, you know, stadiums or music concerts of any large size. So they aren't exactly open, open. Right. So they're just moving, they're, they're even, even if it's legal in some states like Wisconsin, which has no restrictions at all right now because of their Supreme Court. Yeah, they have like a modified yellow totally foolish things which is good okay all right chris thank you so much for calling in yeah. all right appreciate that thank but you but in the in. absence of government uh, decisions it is up to each of us to decide what level of risk we'll accept and how we will prepare ourselves to deal with that risk right if you want to go to a funeral with 50 people there all breathing all over well, each if other if i had walked in the door and uh, he said a distant relative and i saw 50 people sitting there shoulder to shoulder without right. masks turn around i would left i would have left all right 1-800-795-9565 our telephone number we will be right back when it comes to car buying there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 
Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Speedy dialers only. Rob's still standing by. He's looking at the phone even as we speak. So he's keeping things going. And we have an email that says, My advice to the new incoming president or President Trump, if you win, please fire everyone in every office when you enter office. Too many of us out there take it personally when you fire someone, even though you have every right to. I'll just look. It'll just look better for you to do it when you come into office. For some reason, a lot of people out here think you can't. You can't fire anyone anytime you want to. But some of us... Uh, smarties know you can. Lovely day in PA. Always enjoy you too. Thank right. you. Right. But she's right. We you know, used to many do that times, in state government. You'd see a huge clearing. Well, out. and you saw it in the federal government too before um, uh, before the Civil Service Act was implemented. Okay. I mean, literally, the, the heads would just roll. <laughs> and it is you know the number of jobs that are available through partisan appointment have been greatly reduced over the years. But the inspectors general remain where they are. They could have put them, included them in a civil service list. Next one. Okay. The gentleman speaking on the morning segment about noise this morning actually said there is evidence that leaf blowers spread the COVID virus. Genius. I'd wager a month's pay that if I passed gas while leaf blowing, it would spread that too. (laughs) Probably would. Yeah, he said that. He also said it blows feces around. And I'm like, okay. Whose feces? (laughs) I guess animals. Animals. Yeah, this he has a this uh, good man was on today. Uh, Reuters, the last name Ted Reuter, from Noise Free Organization, uh, would like to see leaf blowers quieted because it is feasible to quiet them. He doesn't want to ban them, but he also wants to get rid of straight pipes on motorcycles, which is like a freedom issue for the riders of Harleys and uh, and Hondas and other bikes that they want to have these super loud pipes. I think you know, there are already laws prohibiting ultra-loud motorcycles. I'm not sure how they do the standards, but um, there's no enforcement of it at this point. And leaf blowers, I have a leaf blower, but I wear ear protection when I'm using it because I'm listening to the radio on my my ear muffins. But um, the uh, the blower is loud. I do know that to be true. I don't use it any more than necessary. Well, I have one of those headsets that has a building radio inside it, and it's a noise canceling, so I can listen to that while I'm going. But I find my tractor's louder than my noise, uh, my uh, leaf blower, quite significantly louder. Well, I think one of the main points is that all this, this loud noise that we endure, it doesn't have to be that way, that certainly motorcycles are capable of being quiet, and so are leaf blowers. We have the technology to make things quiet. What fun is it to get in a motorcycle if you can't go vroom, 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 as they all do? I guess we'd, if, if you, <laughs> uh, it's the same reason you wear a mask. You're, you're wearing it for other people. So, well, how much, how much rights do I have versus other people? If you don't like something I'm doing, do, you have, uh, do, do I have to obey you when I, you say stop? I think it's more consideration. It's, it, you know, it's sort of how much do you wish to impose yourself on other a people? A great deal. Right. Yeah, you're very imposing. <laughs> So, therefore, we're bringing you back tomorrow. Senator Casey's calling in Friday, so you're going to miss that. I won't that. miss that, yeah. You will tell, miss t- that. tell Bob I said hello. Okay. <laughs> he knows. He says, where's Joe? Every time he calls. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate the emails, callers, and the, the text that we received. You're listening to On the Mark on News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. WKOK News Time now, 10 a.m.